Hi friends, welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up guys? My name is Addison and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. We are in week four, the final week of our hot take series. It has been so much fun and also so challenging to talk about like these random topics. So far, so far we've covered anxiety, consumerism, church, modesty, and now we're talking about worldview. Um, I personally think that worldview is crazy, crazy, crazy important because it is literally going to affect everything that you do in life. It's going to affect your thoughts. It's going to affect your words. It's going to affect your actions. Um, And it's just something that is critical as Christians or even as non-Christians because it's going to play into how you vote and how you interact with others and what you believe. And I can't hear that, Sophie. (laughs) It's not ASMR, imagine. Oh gosh, that, it's that was also, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I was on mute. I was just playing around. Um, oh. it's it's also gonna affect how you raise your kids. Yeah, hundred percent, guys. We just had like a whole twenty minute conversation about if we're gonna send our kids to like public or private school or homeschool, and we're like, we're eighteen. <laughs> like, we're not having kids anytime soon. It's just um, a fun little chat. It was just a fun little chat. But yeah, fun fact about Sophie is like whenever I just talked to her, I was like, Sophie, I can't hear that because she was rubbing her hair on the mic because she likes to play ASMR with our mics. <laughs> yes. Like- every time I'm on the podcast because I send like the Zoom link. So every time we record on Zoom and Addie's not on it yet, <laughs> I wish I had a recording of what I what I did. I would like I'll just sit here and sing. Like, and I think I sound so good. <laughs> That's so funny. She's like, just I'll just like, oh, my, the new thing that I've been doing. Okay. We started on the mission trip and I can't stop doing it now is I'll just sing my actions. Like I'd be like, I'm going to eat lunch. Okay. That's funny because I've actually been doing that too. And I was the one that was like so anti, fun. like yeah, I really did didn't want to like do it. It, it was annoying. It was doing spicy Uno. Yeah. And it was like we, one of the cards, like, yeah. if, like a five was played you had to like sing everything you were going to say for like the next three rounds or something like that. Yeah. It was so fun. And me and our leader, Logan had a really fun time <laughs> singing and Addie was very anti-sing. She just, like, no. she just wouldn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> she, she would just, just not talk. And so I just hate singing. Like I just sound so bad, but recently just, I've been like, if I'm in a really good mood, I would like sing and dance but it doesn't yeah. happen very often. <laughs> it just like adds so much spice to the day. If you're just like singing what you're going to do, it just makes it more fun than just saying yeah. it. I definitely like talk to myself all the time and I like yeah. kind of just like don't realize I do it, but then like, I'll like do it in public and I'm like, I wonder if anybody <laughs> heard that. Or like, if anybody saw me, like I, the other day I got out of my car and it was really windy and I was like, wow, I really hate wind. I'm like saying all of this out loud. And I'm like, cool that's okay door you can shut up my leg totally fine and I'm like literally like narrating this conversation that I was just like having with myself and somebody like passed my car and he just looked at me and I was like that's so funny good morning it's good to see you <laughs> like so awkward I've been like singing my road rage sometimes so I'll be oh, like jerk yeah. <laughs> that was so mean <laughs> I've been and that it's really oh, funny gosh. Recently, I've been like having way worse road rage than normal or no, I just not worse road rage. I've just been getting like really frustrated. I'm just like, you're just a bad driver. Like that's what Mm -hmm. I've been doing recently is I'm just telling them. I'm like, you're a bad driver. You're being a bad driver right now. Like, why are you breaking? Like, I like act like I'm talking to the person in front of me and I'm like, I don't understand why you're breaking right now. I don't I really don't understand why you're going 50 and a 70 like (laughs) stuff like that. And I think it's helping me so that I don't like yell at them like I used to do a lot. 
but it is very passive aggressive. I think that what I have found myself doing recently is I haven't been yelling in my car as much. I just yell in my mind. So like in the car, it's silent. But in my mind, I'm like, go, 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 go. It's so funny. Um, It's also not healthy. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I wish I could. Maybe I don't wish I could do that. Yeah. I just yell out loud. I'm like, can you go, please? Thanks. I get so mean. Oh my gosh. If you're like ever in my car. Or like driving well, in front of me i'm sorry but where we live traffic is not fun oh Every my time gosh I, it's so bad my family always tells me because they don't live here they always tell me when they come like man sophie props to you for learning how to drive in dallas because it's so it chaotic. is hard oh my gosh and i think especially this year we've been driving like i myself have been driving to dallas like two times a day one day a week and so that has really, really taught me a lot <laughs> about patience oh and about kindness. Yeah. And Even doing that a, once a day. Yeah. It's made me an me. aggressive driver, honestly, which, which is a good. Yeah. It's not a bad thing if you use it in a nice way. Right. <laughs> like you can't just always be aggressive, but when you need to be, you got to pull it out. My mom calls it defensive driving. Yeah. She's like, you have to be a defensive driver because like people here will literally like cut you off in traffic and then slam on their brakes and you just have to be able to like pay attention and be like okay that was so mean of you but I'm also gonna hit my brakes now but like stuff like that makes me so nervous because it's like I know I'm able to drive like I'm capable I'm gonna be okay for the most part what about the people behind me who yeah. aren't paying attention like are they gonna hit me what gonna be people- yeah or like if they speed up well, I'm literally like, I have my blinker on, I'm getting over, like if they're not in my blend spot, right? Like what if they just like all of a sudden decide to speed up? Then it's yeah. like stuff like that is like, it's still technically your fault. Yeah. Do you want to know what I saw today on the way to church? I saw two cars literally sit through an entire green arrow to turn left, both cars, first car, second car. The first car wasn't paying attention. The second car, they were on their phone because I could see in the second car. Oh. And I was sitting there laughing because I was, I was like, if I were that second car, I would be laying on that horn. I would be livid. Oh, oh my gosh. Me too. Dude, the light will turn green. And like, if they don't go within like the first two seconds, I'm like, go, my gosh, yes. go. I'm so sorry. I just like yelled into this mic. Well, it's because the, the lights here, the cycles are so short. So especially like, especially green arrows. If you're turning left mm-hmm. and you're in front of me and you don't go immediately, I will be yelling. I will be on my horn. I promise you, like if yeah. you go right away, you can fit like maybe four cars through. But if you yeah. wait at all, it's like you and another person and that's yeah. it and then you get stuck with the blinking yellow where you literally take your life into your own hands if you decide <laughs> to go it is so scary to do a blinking so yellow terrifying. i will people sit there like me too and the people behind me get mad and i'm like yes. i get it i do it i'm really sorry like i wish i could go but i'm so scared i've gotten honked at before and i'm like you can shove it we're gonna like, wait you through this wait. whole life <laughs> that's so funny because it's like i can't see i'm sorry like, especially if people are also like, if there's a turn lane, like, let's say it's like a three lane road, right? One of them is a turn lane for people to turn left. You're turning left on the opposite side of the road. Like if there are people in that turn lane, like you can't see the cars that are coming. They block it. Yeah, So exactly. Yeah. Anyways, the chaos of driving. That's why driving I think it's nuts. important to like know your identity, know your worth, know your value, know what you believe so that you can like just be kind. And obviously that's something that we're working on. Um, but I think that actually like, has a lot to do with worldview. <laughs> so Sophie, let's hit it. <laughs> that was a great transition. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. So today we're going to talk about 
worldview. And like Addie said, your worldview affects quite a lot. And whether you knew this or not, I'm just going to fill you in. You do have a worldview. And I think it's really important to know what your worldview is. And it's very important to know how to get your worldview. So today, we're just going to walk through how you do that. So when I was a sophomore, um, I go to a Christian school and we, I took this class called Worldviews, actually. And we went through this book. It's called The Universe Next Door. And it asks you, it just basically explains how to get a worldview. So if you want to read that book, you can. It was really impactful and really interesting for me. It was the first time that I was ever introduced to this concept of a worldview. So we're going to take the seven questions they ask in the book, we're going to walk through them. We're going to share what our worldviews are because Addie and I were talking about this. We think we have the same worldview. It's going to be mad awkward if we don't. Um, I'm like 98% sure that we do. Uh, and so we're just going to go through this. Like I said, this is our worldview. Um, it's okay if you have a different worldview. The Christian worldview is kind of what I would call this. And your worldview shapes everything, so it's important to know what yours is. And we're not here to shame you if you don't agree with these questions. We'd love to talk to you in further detail if you um, have a differing opinion. Um, this isn't a space where we're just going to condemn you and tell you that you're wrong. Um, we want to hear what you have to say, and we want to talk about it. So, yeah. So the first question is what is prime reality the really real so when we say prime reality we're basically saying like is there anything that is like above us is there anything greater than humans out there for me that's god that is the god of the bible and i believe that he is sovereign and he is all powerful and he's overall um other religions like atheists may say that it's just matter or the universe or natural laws. Um, there's other gods that people worship, different religions, um, but that's what I believe. What about you, Addie? I agree. This is going to be like a really fun episode where I just say I agree the whole time. Um, yeah, like Sophie said, some people don't believe that. Some people are just like, yeah, man, we just exist. Like, that's it. We are like the highest beings. And, you know, I, kind of get where they're coming from but i also think that's a very hopeless existence if you think that human beings are the smartest things out there and like we just spawned one day i don't know what you believe but um yeah i definitely think that we were created to be above like animals and stuff like that but i think we were also created to worship and adore and um, work for the lord and that being the christian god the trinity right not um, like Islamic God and stuff like that. Yeah. Some days I literally wake up and I think to myself, wow, I am glad that I'm not in control. Like, can you imagine if, if like, if I was like it, you know, like if my I life would be a wreck for oh my gosh. the world. <laughs> I yes. There's so many times where I'm like, Lord. yeah, like praise God that I'm not God because I am so mean. Like I'm so selfish. I'm so jealous. I'm so like all of these things. It's like, praise yes. God that I don't have to like, every time I read the Bible, I'm like, 
what are you like? I'm in Ezekiel right now. I'm like, what are y'all doing? The amount of times these people are praising false gods, falling into the same patterns. And it's like, I know that's exactly what we do now, but like, even just like reading it from like a third person point of view, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God that I'm not God because I would have smited all of these people by now, like fully like pulled a flood moment and like never returned. Yeah. And I think honestly, that mindset helps me a lot especially like in friendships um, to take people like off pedestals. Um, I don't know if that's kind of a little extra thought you get, but that's where I'm coming from. So the next question, question two, there's seven questions, by the way, if I didn't say that is, oh, uh, actually, we're going to talk about that later. Sorry, I have something that I really want to share with you guys, but I'll bring it up later. It goes better with a different question. Um, The second question is, what is the nature of the world or universe around us? So here's a few examples. After every question, the website that I'm on gives a few examples. So I'll just read these and then we'll discuss what we think. Was it created? Did it just pop into being? Is it ordered? Is it chaos? Does it even exist or is it something we create in our mind? So Addie, what do you think? I think this world was created. I believe in creation. The issue I think that Christians kind of debate on and they like I don't actually think that that's uh this really affects your worldview that much um because worldview like mainly is going to focus on do you think we were created or do you think this is chance or do you think of this thing and I honestly like just can't like wrap my mind around people who think that this is all chance because that is like a really I just can't even talk about it because it's just like mind-boggling to me but that said I think that where Christians kind of diverge from one another that I don't know if Sophia and I are think the same on this but we might um is old earth new earth or like canopy theory and like different theories about the earth essentially um I fully 100% believe in science proving the existence of Christ um some people will like flip it and say like God proves science but I think that science proves the existence of God and that God created science God created all of these things that work together um in that like he created all of the elements he created all of life all of earth all of death um and stuff like that so i think that when i think about it logically like people will like throw in like the whole dinosaur debate of like if the earth was created in seven days how was there an ice age and dinosaurs and i'm like okay well i believe in old earth which means essentially that god's units of time god what he wrote as days of seven days in genesis one and through whatever um I don't think that they're necessarily the 24 hour days that we have now. I think that it could be years, like thousands of years for each day between them. And that, that timeline could vary and it could be different and I can be wrong. hundred percent. I can be wrong, but that's what I think makes sense to me because like, let's say like God created, um, like on the first day or whatever, whatever day he created animals. Right. I think it's like the fourth or fifth. Um, but I just kind of made that up. So whatever day he created animals, that could be like thousands of days from when he created um, water or from when he created this and that and that, because it just makes sense to me. Like, like looking at how old the earth is. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm just like talking in circles. No, I get it. Um, I definitely, this is something that I've kind of been wrestling with a lot recently. I went through in one of my classes, all of the different theories, not all of them, but the kind of most popular ones about evolution, creation, it was called the origins of the universe. And we dove into literally all of them. And um, it's hard because I 
and, and like read an argument about one of them like oh yeah that sounds so right and then read the other one I'm like wait no that sounds right too so um I think that those are just really tricky and I think that there's a lot of detail in each one of them but I think what I learned most from that unit in my class is that all of those we can kind of hold with an open fist about how old the earth is and all of that and we can continue to research them but what we hold with a closed fist is part of our worldview which is how the earth came into existence and for me I also agree that it was created and I think one of the other questions that's on here is do you think that it's ordered or do you think it's chaos I think the earth is pretty ordered I think it's actually very ordered like Addie was saying um there are like since God created it we can read the Genesis account and we can read he didn't just create things randomly everything has a purpose um and it wasn't just here by accident or by chance but it was here um intentionally and I think that that points to the fact that the universe has order um and so I think that's really cool and really grateful for the world we live in I think that it's a really fun place to be and I think it's really cool how beautiful it is because um it could be really boring but it's really beautiful and I think that's something that really amazes me a lot of the times so the third question is what is a human being is it created in the image of God is it a highly complex machine a cosmic accident, or an evolved ape? Those are a few examples that they give. I believe that humans are created in the image of God. Um, I That is a term that gets thrown around quite a bit. Um, and I think that it's a term that can be used a lot. And honestly, that I find myself even growing numb to. I feel like a lot of the times in church, we're like, yeah, you're creating the image of God, creating the image of God. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. But we forget, like, I've kind of forgotten um, kind of the gravity of that. Like, that is pretty cool, let me tell you. And it's pretty amazing that uh, we were created um, to be in communion with God in the beginning. It says that humans dwelt with God. We were created um, in the image of God to be with God. And so um, that's what I believe about humans. And that's what I believe about um, the beginning. And I think that something that that in particular is important, that question, I mean, all of these questions are vital, but this question in particular is really important because um, this is my standpoint. If you view people in the image of God, it's going to change how you treat them. It's going to change how you view a brother or sister, or even someone that you might not like very much. You're still going to view them as, okay, this person is a human and they were created in the image of God. And it it um, should compel you to um, lead you into kindness and into love. Uh, and I think that it's really easy in today's culture to look at people based on their sin but I think it's really important to look at people based on the fact that they're created in the image of God and Jesus loves them just as much as they love me so I'm called to love them just as Jesus has loved me um, and not judge them because I'm not the one to judge so I think that that is a practical example of how knowing or understanding of what you would say humans are can lead you to actions. And I'm not saying that if you don't believe that you're mean to humans, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying for me personally, that's how I've seen it play out in my life.
Yeah, I 100% agree. 100% agree. That was a good sentence for me. Um, I have this new little ring that I got um, that reminds me of that because it has like, it's a little banded thing. And on the top one, it says, what would Jesus do? And on the bottom one, it says he would love first. And um, in Genesis 1, 26 through 27, it literally tells us word for word, like we were created in the image of God. Um, and that is like Sophie was saying, like we lose the gravity of that. Like I want to like stop and talk about that for a second because how cool is it that we're made in the image of the most perfect father? Um, the way like I see this portrayed or like play out in my life is like in my past with um bad eating habits and body image issues and stuff like that. Um, if we forget that we are created in the image of God as Christians, if we completely forget that, we're missing the fact that whenever we hate on ourselves or whenever we hate on other people, we're hating on the work of God, right? Like we can think of it as he is an artist. He is the potter. We are the clay. He is um, working on us as if we are his masterpiece and that's how he sees us. So how rude of it is it for us? How rude of us for to say things like, oh, I hate my body. I hate how I look. I don't think that my body's good enough or I don't think that my hair looks good or like whatever it is like whatever you struggle with um like how rude of us to say that like on somebody who worked hard on us right he like sculpted us while we were in our mother's wombs right he made us in his image and um I think like we lose the importance of that very often so so the next question is what happens when a person dies is it heaven with god or hell a higher state reincarnation or do we cease to exist all together i am like so happy to say this i believe in heaven with god right i think that um the lord well, okay, let me be more specific. Jesus went up to join his father to be at the right hand of his father to prepare a place for us whenever we die. Um, I think that there's probably some sort of wait period, not like purgatory. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think purgatory is a thing. I do think that that's going to happen like post-trib. Um, but like also that is another thing that is held with like an open fist rather than a closed fist. Um, I don't know like exactly how it's going to work. Like if you die and you immediately go to heaven, I don't know. Or if you like die and then you're just dead and then eventually like Christ is going to return, right? Like we are promised to that, that Christ will return. And then all who believe in him will go up back to heaven with him, which is awesome. Like that is so fun. I can't wait to like worship God and praise God forever. Um, but it is going to be an incredible thing. And I don't know that anybody can really say like definitively, like we're going straight from life to F like to heaven right after we die, like right away or vice versa. Like, I can't think of anybody who can confidently say like, oh, well, it's going to be like, we're dead for a while. And then eventually when Christ returns, that's when we go back to heaven. Like, I don't know. Uh, that doesn't really matter. That's like an open fist issue. Close fist issue is that we go to heaven with God after we die. If you have confessed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the son of God and he lived a perfect life and died on the cross to make, take the weight of our sins. Right. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Um, so something that we learned about in school that I'm going to bring up is called Pascal's Wager. If you've never heard of it, it was this guy named Blaise Pascal, and he basically came up with this wager to kind of show people like the consequences of not believing in God. Um, 
And so it's actually really interesting. So I'm going to kind of explain it to you. So basically, his wager says, so if you believe in God and God doesn't exist, then all that you've lost is some wasted time and effort. But if you do believe in God and God does exist, then you get eternal salvation. It says, if you don't believe in God and God doesn't exist, then basically you just kind of lived life. You're just kind of chilling. And then when you die, then peace out, you know, but if you don't believe in God, but God does exist, then you're separated from God um, eternally. And so that's kind of his wager to kind of help you see the consequences of believing or not believing. And so that's kind of something that um, has encouraged me and it kind of has helped me. It's a good tool to use if someone is kind of like on the fence, like, oh, like, what's the point in believing? Like, what if this is all just like a time waster? Then it's like, well, but what if it's true? You know, which we believe it's true. So the next question, question five, is it possible to know absolute truth? If you say yes, then your argument kind of for that would be you're made in the image of God. Um, Christ, who was fully God, became flesh and he knew all truth. Therefore, we can know truth as well. Or no, because consciousness is something that has evolved based on the survival of the fittest. And we cannot have confidence that what survives can necessarily know truth. It's all just chemicals firing in the brain. So basically, like we're just an accident and we're just like think we have knowledge, but we don't know if it's true or not. I believe that we can know knowledge and we can know absolute truth because of like what it said Christ came and lived with us and Christ was human and he knew all of truth and since we are made in the image of God and we're becoming more like him we can also know truth um I think a great way to study and know truth is by reading the bible because I believe the bible is true and so that's my hot take yeah I 100% agree with that I really don't have much to add to it. You kind of nailed everything. Okay, the next question, question six. Yes, how do we know what is right and wrong? I think it kind of goes back to like exactly what you just said. Like, right, like what is true is written in the Bible. And if we're Christians and we claim that the Bible is the word of God, which I believe that it is the spoken word of God, right? Everything in it is true. And that's what I think I would base off of, like, what I know is, quote, unquote, like, right is to be there. I believe that um, God has written on our hearts right and wrong um, because of the law. So the final question is, what is the meaning of human history or who is in charge of history? Did God create it for a purpose and has a plan that all things are moving towards or is no one in charge? All of it is a random chance and meaningless. So that's the final question. I believe that God is writing history and that he has a plan for everything, uh, past, present, and future. And we might not always know what that plan means or what it entails, but we can trust that he is sovereign. Yeah. And I think that plan and purpose has been in place since the very beginning. Right. Like, I don't think he was like, oh, no, they sinned. Like, let me reroute. Like, I he, I think he knows all of it. You know what I mean? Um, but guys, those are the questions that you ask yourself to determine your worldview. Like Sophie said earlier, if you disagree with what should be said, um, have questions, 
just want to talk about it, talk it out, like have somebody to bounce ideas off of, email us at ourheartsurrender.gmail.com. Um, talk to us, like DM us at ourheartsurrendered on Instagram. We'd love to talk to you about it. Please do not hesitate. Uh, if you disagree with anything that we said, let us know. Um, but I think that's about it. So if you want to pray. Yeah, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about what a worldview is and that we can kind of think about all of these um, parts of the world and creation and what happens after we die and that we can trust in you and that you are holding all things together and that we can rely on you um, to guide us in this. Uh, I thank you for today and for this week. I pray that you would be with listeners, help them to just have a great week. And I pray that you would teach us all to surrender to you more every day. Uh, In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, our email is ourheartsurrendered at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at ourheartsurrendered. Leave a rating review. There's a tutorial on how to do that on Spotify um, on our highlight reel on Instagram. And I think that pretty much covers it. We'd love to hear feedback. If you want to drop some in the comments on our Instagram, you're welcome to. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, brokenvesselsblog.com. If you want a written version of pretty much what we just spoke, we'll probably write down the questions for you, write down a little bit of what we believe and call it a day there. So it'll be like a two minute read and it's great. It's like a little synopsis of everything that you just listened to for 30 minutes. Um, I think that is actually it this time. And yeah, let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week. 